everybody and welcome to the episode three of the hockey heaven podcast i'm here with ben and zane uh how you guys enjoying the playoffs this week guys i'm absolutely loving it playoff hockey is one of the best things ever just the intensity is ramped up to the to the nines and everyone's going so hard for for the win for each win each win counts so much and uh, i just love watching it yeah i couldn't agree more it's been so much fun watching and uh you know, you, you don't want to miss a game. You want to sit down and waste your whole afternoon watching playoff hockey. Hard to get stuff done, but uh, yeah, it's been it's been amazing. You just described the last couple of days for the me. last weekend, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you, you finally cash in those sick days, and you're like, oh, I'm just gonna watch some playoffs. That's what yeah, I'm doing. Seriously. Um, yeah, no, it's been fantastic. Uh, so why don't we jump into them? You know, there's been a couple great. Uh, you know, some surprises as uh, maybe Zane predicted a little bit here. Uh, let's start with that right, one. Let's start. Well, let's let's just jump into it. Let's start with Tampa and Columbus. And uh, wow, is all I can say. Like, yeah, don't just give me all the credit. I'm pretty sure Ben had Columbus as well. No, I I didn't. No, no? it was just you. Oh, I, it was I wish just I me. Say. Yeah, oh, that's you. right. Just take a second and pat yourself on the back. <laughs> seriously. Uh, seriously. The only thing better you could have done is say maybe a sweep because that's the way it's looking right now. Yeah, that's what you kind of said that if Columbus was going to win, it was going to be short. It was going to be quick and it was going to be deadly. I did say that. Yeah, I did say that. Uh, and I have been bragging about my bracket uh, at work a lot. So uh, I've definitely been <laughs> cashing in on Columbus with a 3 nothing lead in the series. <laughs> yeah. Well, my but bracket what's looks happening? like it's, it's screwed. Uh, well, what's I think, happening I th- there? I think it's exactly what you said. I mean, Columbus is coming out. And after that first period where they looked asleep, they went, you know what? Let's take it to these guys. And that's exactly what they did. Bobrovsky's looking great. Yeah, um, he is well. All those lines are just banging, forechecking real hard like Tortorella wants them to play. And uh, Matthew Shane is taking his game to another level. He's really stepped up. And I think uh, he's been a main driving force for that, that, that team right now. You know, before the series, before the series, Duchesne had never scored a playoff goal. I don't think he did. No. no. Oh, I think oh, he, wow. I think he yeah, no, I don't think he did. No, he had. I don't think he had. And now, you know, he's just put, he's just put the team on his back here these couple of games and just gone nuts with it. Like it's, it's super impressive. And I think they're. It's fun to watch. After that first game, um, I think they just shocked Tampa. I don't think Tampa's been able to recover after you know being up three nothing and losing. Uh, it's just they. I don't know. They haven't they been able to sleep. recover. Yeah, they, they do. Sleep. And yeah, then, they do. You know, without Kucherov for that game, and Hetman's been hurt a couple, and now they're 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 in a hole. And as we speak, I think See, they're down a goal. Uh, with I wonder. I'm I'm starting to wonder how healthy that team is. Like maybe if they just kind of overdid it and pushed to break the record, uh, maybe they should have rested a couple guys because Hedman's out now again yep. hurt, uh, and he was hurt going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kucherov has not looked like himself. Stamkos has been kind of a ghost. I think points played pretty well, but uh, besides that, I, don't, I like they look pretty asleep. Vasilevsky looks tired and yeah, not great. So, at the same time, Columbus loaded up at that deadline, and it took them a few games to get going. They had a, a five-game losing streak. They barely scored a goal, and and they, you know, Torts did a great job bringing that team together and getting them to play for each other. And now, now they're about to beat the best regular season team in the salary cap era. Yeah, this is the best crazy. roster ever constructed under a salary cap, and they're about to get swept by an eighth seed. That's crazy. Yeah, it look, well, Honestly, yeah, it, it looks like. Columbus is the is the one seed and Tampa's the eight yeah, seed. Oh, That's totally what it looks does. like. They dominate the whole game. Yeah, it's, it's craziness. I'm so curious like, now if they sweep because I know we talked about if Columbus wins, we are all saying okay, well then that's it because they're going to be so tired and whatever. But if they sweep, they're going to have so many days to rest. Like they could be fully geared up and ready to go for round two, and I I wouldn't be shocked to see them take round two. Another one of our predictions. Another one of our predictions was Carolina was going to be the Cinderella team, but it might be Columbus. Shift that to the. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that later, because <laughs> <laughs> I got something to say about that. But uh, no, I, 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 I mean Columbus. If they beat Tampa, I've watched a couple games of the Boston Toronto series. The way they're playing right now, uh, those teams should be. Oh, both two teams are going to honestly. Be... And whoever like, makes it out of that is going to be so exhausted from just how intense yeah. that series has been, and and just hurt. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, with Kadri going after. Um, Krug's uh, hurt now De- as well. Debrusque there, like yeah, I mean, how bad hurt, up is the Krug's Bruins going to be? 
or the Maple Leafs going to be suspended? Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we don't know. Well, why don't we why don't we kind of shift into the Boston series uh, since we're kind of going there, and let's start off with the Kadri suspension. What what do you guys think about that? Like, how many how many uh, do, do you think that he should have more games, or is the one series enough? Like, I thought it was. I thought it was okay. Obviously, he's a big time repeat offender. Uh, you know, he kind of been taunted into it all night, um, which you know, is not an excuse at all. Um, but I think it was fair, probably because the NHL assumes it's going to go to seven games. Uh, so that's a that's a long series. That's a good. What was it like? That's that's five games for him then. So I think yeah. it's okay. Uh, why, he could he could have got more. Five. Why not yeah. just make it five though? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I guess. Yeah, yeah it is true. it is interesting how they did it. I think they did it with Rafi Torres back a couple years ago. It was the same kind of thing, like the end of a series. Um, so it's just interesting how how they did it. Um, I don't. Can we actually emphasize it. what you said there, though? Kadri was goaded into you know cross checking DeBrusque in the face, but that is absolutely no excuse for what he did. No, no it's terrible. I, I saw a Leafs fan saying that oh, it shouldn't be a suspension because the refs didn't make calls. That's no. garbage. No, that's crap. Well, I think what they're referring to is that like quote unquote missed knee, and I'm gonna be honest with you, that's like I didn't really see a knee there. It didn't. I mean, it didn't I, look I intentional. It there's like a picture. Jumped out of the way. There's yeah. one angle where it looks like Debrusca's knee is out, but if you look at it straight on, uh, it didn't look like a full yeah. on knee to knee. It didn't no. look like Debrusca stuck his leg out trying to catch Kadri. It looked like Kadri was gonna jump out of the way and and caught the knee of DeBrusque, so... Right, and I would have made it would have made more sense if he went after him right away, but this was it was a while later that he went and cross from the head, right? Like It was after he scored a goal. Yeah, yeah, so it just... It doesn't make sense to me. Now, but at the that, same that, time... No sense. At the same time, credit where credit's due, the Leafs rebounded in Game 3 and won it. And, they did. You know, they did. There wasn't anything wrong with what they did in Game 3, and they you know, they just beat... They beat the Bruins. Boston has not looked good in one game one and three. Like it's not that the games they've they've been close, I guess, but they just haven't. The Leafs have looked a lot more dominant in their wins. So I'm curious. I don't know. I picked Boston. I think we all did, and uh, yeah. I'm just well, I not, not totally sure on that now. Well, I I just I think Freddie's playing really well, and I don't think Rask is playing as well as Freddie. Rask has not played very well. Like, I I don't think the Bruins actually kind of have been outplayed in game one and three. Um. I think game one could have easily gone to the Bruins if they get a couple more saves and Andy lets in a couple, right? Or yeah. or game even... three goes to overtime if Mitch Marner doesn't turn into John Tortorella's favorite player. Yeah. Blocking like, shots. Mitch Marner uh, looking like a stud. Uh, I know you tweet, you, you made a pretty good tweet there, 13 million. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, he's worth uh, it. No, but seriously, like, he, like he's just adding to how much he's going to get in his next contract, is he not? Oh yeah, he's going to be get paid more. He should get paid more than Matthews. I think they'll end up making the same amount. It it might be an identical deal that we'll see from those two, but he should get paid more. Well, it just adds to my prediction too of like I don't think that team's going to make playoffs next year because they're not going to have enough money to pay all the players. Yeah, Gardner's. There's no oh, way to pay Gardner we'll, we'll, to come back. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, do you guys think that are we still are we still favoring Boston in this series, or are we starting oh, 100%. to think maybe? Tr- oh, I don't nope, know. 100%. Still, yeah. I'm still on the Boston bandwagon. This really? is a Toronto team. They they've been up four one on this on the Bruins before in Game Seven, and they lost the a two one series point. lead. Isn't gonna yep. isn't gonna sway my decision of Boston taking this series for sure. No, that's, that's a good point. Well, tomorrow's gonna be a big game, especially in Toronto. So, uh, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, that's true. But how gotta, hilarious gotta, would it be if Toronto takes this win and then the Bruins storm back four games in a row or three games in a row to win it? That would that would be the epic nice collapse the that everyone wants to see Toronto. Uh, that's true. That's, hey, that's that's kind of what you predicted too is the the big seven game epic collapse. So we'll see. You did predict that. Yeah. You're like, let's see it. This is, this is going exactly how I want all to. this. <laughs> all the playoff series are, are pretty much except for Pittsburgh. The goddamn Penguins are playing like garbage. Oh yeah, dude. They uh, you know so what? Bad. No, I disagree with you. I think that the Islanders are playing well. I, yes, I, I, didn't, I think yes. that I think that the the Penguins, yeah, they're getting a lot of shots. They're doing a lot of stuff. But that's exactly what the Islanders want, right? We're gonna play defensive shell and we're gonna counterattack and capitalize on our scoring chances. And that's exactly what they're doing in the series. Barzell has looked like an absolute beast. Leonard's Jordan playing Everly. great. God Everly has played really well. So the guys <laughs> oh. that, that need to play well for the Islanders are stepping up. I know you made that tweet where you called them a bunch of bums, but hey. They are. Besides give... Barzell, Everly, Josh Bailey, and Anders Lee, the rest of that forward core 
is absolute uh, just a bunch of bums. Cal Clutterbuck, Kolarov. Oh, yeah, sure. Like he's an okay Anthony player. Anthony Bolivier. Yeah, he's a young rookie. Like let's. Or There's some guys software. there though. They're, I don't. I they're think, okay. I think you're... There's some okay guys, but like the core of that team is made up of Komarov and Clutterbuck and Matt Martin and Sizikis. All those guys are garbage. They're fourth line garbage. And somehow, you know, credit to Barry Trotz. He's formed that team together and they have a 3 nothing lead on the Pittsburgh Penguins. He's a hell of a know. coach, man. Oh, hell of a coach. Are mm-hmm. the Penguins old as That's well? That's what I was does saying. That, like, that should they blow it up? Should they blow it up next year? Honestly, is that a conversation? Maybe, is that mean, a whole other conversation? So are we going like, to see yeah. Crosby the Toronto Maple Leafs rumors in the summer? Because, you know, everyone goes, everyone goes oh, to no. Toronto. No, everyone goes to Toronto, according to the Eastern media. Yeah, so. oh, no, 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 if he no, wants no. to sign a two-way $850,000 year, sure. <laughs> sign Sid, him up. Sid, Sid's home team or uh, childhood team is the Habs. So, I, you know what? Come on home, buddy. Come home. Hold on. Real quick before we move on, I want to talk because Zane mentioned a tweet. You're, the Hockey Gods tweet about the Tampa Bay Lightning – the like the comparison oh, between the, the jackets that was so funny <laughs> i did say and that they, they, they haven't blocked and they yeah the blue jackets we, we go way back the <laughs> the blue jackets twitter and the hockey gods go way back to when the uh the account was first started i think the first team that ever you know mentioned us and called us out was detroit and then second was columbus so uh and yeah they've tweeted the twice now in the playoffs okay oh, yeah. well can can we last episode we kind of talked about it a little bit is there any more into that story like how yeah like how you got blocked there like yeah you mentioned some dm <laughs> dm like, can, can we like get a little sneak into that at least so they they made it to the stanley cup finals that one year and lost and i might have uh chirped them in their did in their direct messages screenshotted it and posted a tweet of it and you know a few hours later i checked black and i i was no longer able to dm them i think they were actually following me at the time and i kind of just severed that relationship completely for one tweet i don't think it was worth it but you well, know look at that though, look again. at the hockey guys so, controlling so, this thing yeah that's yeah, true they they're behind so that was it was just young zane poking the bear of the lightning hey <laughs> and they blocked yeah, before <laughs> Eisenman, you know what? The media guy wants Eisenman, like, look at this. The hockey gods are trolling us. And Eisenman's like, oh, no, no. Block I'm going to build the super team to troll this guy. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> well, it's not working. It's not working. <laughs> that is yeah, so funny. <laughs> yeah, it was good. So do your teams a favor and listen to our podcast. It makes the hockey, go- hockey yeah, gods follow, a lot more Follow happy. the hockey gods. Follow <laughs> hockey heaven pod. That's right. At hockey heaven pod. <laughs> do your team a favor. This craziness. All right, well, let's jump into the series. And I, I, I don't know about you guys, but watching this series, I wanted to rip my hair out and literally, like, this Washington Carolina series, these refs need to go, like, I'm sorry. Can we get some actual NHL referees here? <laughs> like, the first game, that like, Carolina should have won that game. And, like, the first period was completely decided by Nicholas Backstrom putting on a cape and deciding to carry the, the, the Capitals. And the refs going, hey, like, you know, they're, the, they're defending Stanley Cup, uh, champions they shouldn't lose game one should they <laughs> like i i was tilted i'm not gonna lie to you and then my boy svechnikov you know he right, tries hold, to hold, on, let's, hold on hold on hold on let's 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 stay on the refs here i don't think the refing has been that great across the entire playoffs. It's been terrible however Absolutely terrible. it is so hard to ref in the nhl like Play the game hockey. is moving so fast and give me a whistle know, give me a whistle i'm going oh, out there boys. get out get out of here that's not gonna happen like <laughs> i used to ref peewee hockey i can do that <laughs> <laughs> Like Rod Brindamore said, you know, you look at a play ten times in slow motion, and you yeah, might see yeah, one angle yeah. where the the correct call oh, can so be true. made. It, it's so hard to ref in in today's league. I'm not sure how you fix that. And you know, the rest you're doing as best as they you possibly should, can. You should be able to challenge penalties. I'm telling you, I think oh, that's the solution. No. You uh, give, you give. No, just hear me at, out, guys. Hear me out. Okay, you give you give the ref or you give coaches one challenge. And they can choose whether they can challenge a penalty or a goal because sometimes, you know, it's a really bad penalty and it leads to a goal, but you can't challenge the, the goal, even though it was a bad penalty. So maybe like, so where, you know? where, where you're wrong there is that penalties are judgmental, you know, things like a hook or a slat, like maybe not a slash, but you know, something like a but hook. But some or, of them aren't, but some of them just are yeah, so Yeah, some bad of them aren't, but look like, at offsides. 
that's black and white but look at how yeah. much to a degree look at how much to a degree what if his legs that, in the air what yeah but look not? at how much to, exactly look at how much to a degree it's getting scrutinized you know that that rule was brought in to fix the blatant errors of offsides and look at to the degree it's gone to if you but do what that about for the penalties, high sticks that are just like completely not even close they're just like they're blatant dives or yeah like, you know what that's part of the human error of refing and like goalie interference is a penalty so yeah. if if we're if we're doing challenges for goalie interference then why aren't we doing challenges for other penalties you know what i mean yeah but they they they'll challenge it as goalie interference and almost like they almost never actually assess a penalty they'll just call it no goal yeah that's I that's a no I, goal. I disagree with i think they should if they if you see it's goalie interference it's, it's a penalty, it's a penalty but, right yeah but they don't ever assess it like rarely i guess I think taking away the goal is enough of a penalty. Like I, I, I understand why it's not a penalty. I think if it's you know blatant enough that the ref will call a penalty. Except for which game was it? Who they called a penalty on? Um, was it Columbus when they scored a goal? Oh, I think you're thinking. No, you're thinking of San Jose Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. San Jose and Vegas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was, it was Vegas who scored a. It was. It the was butt San Jose. To the head? Was San Jose scored, and then and it flurry kind of like was looking the one way and slid the other way, and then his head hit. Pavelski's no, 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 no. it was it Washington. Was. Braden Hopey got spun around, didn't he? Oh yeah, Hopey got spun around, but but they didn't. No, what no, was no it? but they they didn't call a penalty there. They didn't call a penalty on. They, it, oh, the may, you know what? Maybe it was San Jose and Vegas where a goal was scored. that they called a penalty which didn't allow for a review to happen because the penalty stopped the play. Yes, yes, it was the San Jose. We were thinking of the right one. And that's, that's where my argument comes into effect. If you call a penalty in that aspect, then you can't challenge goalie interference. The play wasn't goalie interference. There was incidental contact outside of the white paint. There was no goalie interference to be called there. However, a penalty was called, and you know, no goal was able to, to happen. If you don't, don't call know. a penalty there, you just say no goal then the team can challenge the play and the goal can be reversed and it's a good goal. I think the I think the challenge rules are fine where they're at now. It's opening up more is just leads to more delays and more criticism. Oh, yeah, say, it slows slows the game down and people are already getting upset when you know it takes like oh, yeah. 3 or 4 minutes I, to to okay, challenge. I, I 100% agree with that, but like if we're going to go down the route of like we're we're challenging offsides like yeah. Then maybe we should consider challenging some pretty terrible I think it's worth looking um, into. I think, it or is. even I'll give give the refs the ability to be like, "Hey, you know what? I called this penalty, and I'm not 100 percent sure if it was a penalty." And they can go look at the monitor. Refs like, challenge a refs challenge. What if they do that yeah. every penalty? They maybe call? maybe the well, you know, I I don't I don't know where, where the the line is on that one. Yeah. But you know, when the refs like sometimes they probably look up the, the screen and be like, "Man, that was a terrible call." You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. And they 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 have no ability to change. I mean, sometimes they do it where they're like, "You yeah. know what? I I screwed up there." It's very rare. Yeah. At the end of the day, I think that's just part of the game, and you gotta there's human error to it. There's hey, bad calls. Having played league. the game, having played the game for like 15 years, man, I totally get it. So, all um, right, next series, I think we'll go to Sharks in Vegas since we were. Highlighting on them a little oh, bit. Hang on, hang on. Wait a wait a brush off. I do not want to hear about my Grayson's boy. Uh, here we go. All right. Okay. I'll let you have it. First off, first off, uh can we all just acknowledge that the Hurricanes absolutely slapped the oh, Washington God. Capitals? That was a uh, beating in the ass. Yeah, twelve sh- no, yeah. no, it ended up being eighteen, but they had eleven with like oh, eight 18? minutes left. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I think that's when I stopped watching the game because I was like, Okay, my boy's got this, and I turned it off, but um yeah that's exactly when i predicted that carolina would be washington that is exactly what i was talking about this team has the ability to take it to the caps and they should be up to one in this series and it like they lost a game at ot where they didn't play the best but you know what they still had an opportunity to win the first game i thought they outplayed washington and lost unfortunately and then the third game they're like you know what fuck this let's let's just take it to them and that's oh, exactly the crowd what they willed did. that game yeah, they, they that were unreal well. yeah so you know what? Like, okay, let's give some props to where like it's due, it's right? Carolina, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah like, but now it's gonna be game. their only win because they're gonna be without Svetch because he's he's laying in a hospital bed. <laughs> okay, let's, yeah, let, let's talk about that next. Uh, I thought that was absolutely gutless by Ovechkin. Gutless. See, I, I disagree. I was gutless. Svetch challenged him too. He wanted to fight. Yeah, okay, he he, ch- was... he challenged him. Hang on, hang on. He challenged him, but he so he challenges him 
and Ovechkin drops his gloves first and just starts swinging. This kid's 19 and has never fought before. And what is he supposed to do? Like, Take it easy? They're both in a fight. Sveshnikov is allowed to throw well, a punch. Have some, have some respect. Have this, some respect. You're fighting kid. him. The gloves are dropped. Mean? You're in a fight. The goal is to to knock the Ovechkin other person out. O- Ovechkin <laughs> swung before Svechkov even had his gloves off. Bro. He, yeah, but that, everyone's gonna swing. Like when they when they drop the gloves. Yeah, you drop your gloves. First. But that you but that's my point. Hold on. You everyone's gonna know. He accepted. But but everyone's gonna know. But Svechnikov doesn't know. It's it's first NHL fight. Oh, man, that's my man. point. How does he know uh, that? But he and Ovi have been like smacking each other and slashing each other. Wait, all how do you know he, that? He you watch coming. hockey. You watch fights happen. It's not like he doesn't know what a fight is. You, He's you seen think Svechnikov? You think Svechnikov is like studying how to fight? I think the kid's studying. I don't think he's studying how to fight. I think he's watched a hockey fight before to know to be that. Fair, like, a... Svech threw some good punches too. Like he looked like he knew what he was doing. He just didn't. He didn't block anything. He ate. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, but I, I, I just didn't like how it started, and I don't like. I think Ovechkin should skate away in that scenario. I don't know. I mean, Ovechkin wants to fight. Ovechkin's never backed down from anything. I, I, I don't. His team's getting pumped. I don't think he really cares who who it was. I think he would have done it to anyone. And you know, the kid got himself in a situation. He's gonna get. He's gonna get absolutely. He's gonna get jumped. Ovechkin's team was getting pumped. Andrei Sveshnikov, this kid wanted to fight him. All right, let's do it. Drop the gloves, knock him out, get his team fired up. I have no problem with what Ovechkin did. And I know the Carolina Hurricanes commentator was absolutely ripping Ovechkin. Brendan Moore was ripping into Ovechkin a little bit, but I think he was not in the wrong there. Okay, but should should Ovechkin not drop his gloves and square up with him and be like, okay, like let's go? Uh, and I like, think a fight's a fight, and I think Ovechkin will have to probably answer to someone next game and get the knockout. The, the knockout he's also have to answer <laughs> to his brother. Did you guys see that Instagram post? <laughs> oh, I guess oh he, no! No, what happened? What happened? Yeah, he posted, he Evgeny Svechnikov on the trade. Yeah, he's posted saying, "I'm coming for you." Oh, wow. I did not hear that. And then he tagged Ovechkin, and player oh. safety is now has a, I think, a hearing with uh, Evgeny too. Tomorrow. No way. Oh, probably yeah. just a fine. But, I mean, you just that beat, is... you just knocked out my his little brother. I totally understand. Yeah, hey, fair out. enough. Yeah, but yeah, at the yeah, same time, that, that knockout didn't come right away. It's not like Sveshkov no, got no, knocked no, out no. with his gloves on. I get it. I get it. I get it. But it's like it's like your dad beating up beating up. You know what I mean? Like, I just didn't like it. I, I guess, it kind of... but I think Svetch was asking for it, and he dropped the gloves willingly. He too, did. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess he did. That being said, I, I, I just is, didn't like how it all bad. started. It's, it like, it's his first fight, it, it and he, like, suck. drops the gloves and starts yeah. just throwing them at him, and then, yeah. I don't know. It is too I don't bad. Know. One one other comment on this. I, I opened my Twitter last night, and, I, you know, I'm already worried about the anti-fighters now talking about this. And I read this tweet from Jason McIntyre, and and his tweet is Ovechkin knocked this guy out in the streets. This is assault and arrested. Maybe jail time. <laughs> oh, whatever. Like, no, oh I, so I'm not. My see, God. see, I'm not going that far. Like, I'm going more like from the hockey purist point of view, where it's a kid's first NHL fight. Maybe right. have a little bit of respect for him, where you like, you know, like. And he also let's like went once he knocked him out, he threw another punch at him while he was on the ground, which I also didn't like. Nazim Kadri so, should take a page out of that book. He needs to drop the gloves and not cross-check someone in the face. That's why fighting is there in the game yeah. still. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, not yeah. so that people cross-check each other not in the saying, face. I'm not saying that there should be no no fights. I love fights. Fights should be in the game. It's how the game is mediated. It's the code. And you don't get it unless you played. Like Some things you just need guys need to answer to each other so you just need to drop the gloves um, you know settle their you, differences played, and cool off yeah if you've played you get it if you don't then you're like this is the stupidest thing i've ever heard of but it's really hard to explain to somebody who's never played right like there's stuff yeah, that happens in the ice. Yeah. There, but there's even like little chirps and like little like slashes and like you know dirty like little butt ends and spears and this, this just stuff needs to be settled or you know yeah uh you hurt my guy then you need to you need to answer for it so and people who, don't, people who don't watch hockey don't understand that. And Jason McIntyre is like a golf and NBA reporter. I don't know what he thinks he's doing commenting on this. But trying to compare it to someone beating someone up in the street, it's like, dude, like, stay in your lane. You have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like, no, to be fair, it did kind of look like uh, somebody just got, like, oh, you know, yeah, it's like, got... oh, I'm going to kick your ass, buddy. And it just gets absolutely demolished. Like, it did, it did kind of have that flavor. Poor Sveshnikov's Wikipedia page got 
updated. It got, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know I saw that. It was like it's like one of those things where you know uh the drunk guy like challenges the bouncer to a fight and the bouncer knocks him out. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's what pretty it, that's much what it. it. <laughs> yeah, that's what it kind of looked like. Okay, so, let's move over to let's move over to the West series though. Uh so you guys yeah, can San Jose and Megas. Uh speaking of fights, there was another one with Ryan Reeves and Amanda oh, that Kane. That was a good one. That, that was, was a, a great one. fight. It's a great fight. And the trips afterwards. The trips afterwards. We're still going better. (laughs) So Ryan Reeves, uh, or was it Joe Thornton said that a 30 goal scorer was able to beat up Ryan Reeves pretty Mm -hmm. much. Yeah, Thornton Mm -hmm. said that about uh, Evander Kane and Ryan Reeves. And Ryan Reeves responded saying that Thornton's vision was bad. He's getting old and he needs glasses. And, you know, now that he's going to get suspended, he's not going to be able to see from the press box. (laughs) I thought that the reply from Reeves was that Thornton said, um my kids hit me like that i barely touched them i don't know what you guys saw and then reeves was like i don't know i don't know like you you probably need some glasses because they were talking about the cheap shot there too yeah yeah i don't think they were talking about the fight i think they were talking about the the oh the cheap shot oh it's been a whole mix of back and forth and it's been pretty funny reeves reeves is a beauty with his words dude like gotta love that yeah i love reeves Yeah. yeah he's great Evander Kane did respond saying that, uh, you know, chirping Thornton's vision when he's got over a thousand assists isn't smart, but, uh, yeah, which is true. Dude, Evander Kane in the last like two months has fought Chara and, and now Reeves, oh, like the guy's enough. got some, Good for him. got some nuts, dude. So who do you think won that fight? Ryan Reeves? Or I, know, Kane? I, Re- I, Reeves agree. I think Reeves huh? won. Yeah. yeah, same here. But good for Kane for standing up and doing his thing, man. I'll back him down. He's, and he's good sure for the Sharks anyone. for pumping his boy up. Yeah, absolutely. That can we talk said, about Martin Jones too? Yeah, for a second. yes, we can. About he, how ba- how bad they signed he him to a big <laughs> deal, and he looks horrible. Horrible. Yeah, he looks. He's struggling, man. He's struggling for sure. Do they start Dell? Like, it, do you start Dell? It hurts tonight? me because he has like his setup, his pads. They're my favorite in the NHL. Like, I love I, I love those pads with the little the <laughs> little orange in the bottom. My inner goalie gear slut in me just wants to be like, oh, give me those pads. But uh, yeah, no, I um, I I have a lot of trouble seeing San Jose win this series unless Jones can turn his play around. There's there's no way, dude. I think Vegas they're my they're my pick to, to go all the way in the West. So I and yeah, you know me too. after game one they've looked incredible. And Mark Stone, holy crap, what a what an accusation or acquisition to get him. Like that entire line. Yeah. Like that's the they're, first line they just spawned nasty. out of nothing. Yeah. Oh he's Yeah they just clicks that pa- patches uh stats in the end uh stone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they, they looked good. Can we they talk about one thing about that series actually? And it was in it was uh, to start game three. Sportsnet did not show Vegas's intro. That was one of the things that was most hyped about seeing the playoffs. Oh, why would you not show the intro? I don't know. They showed like a five seconds of it and cut to commercial. Dude, that's what the people want to see. Yeah, Bro, exactly. All you had I'm... to do, all you had to do is flip to the Raptors game and watch their intro. It was pretty much the same thing. The Raptors had a pregame intro for the playoffs. I don't know. It's some, basketball does all that weird. Dude, thing, I don't okay? watch. I do not watch the NBA. <laughs> but that's what the Vegas intros like. It's like some over the- theatrical like. I don't it know. was Game of Thrones. Yeah, <laughs> and the Sharks, man. and they the Sharks. I the wish sh- this was a game. I wish this was a Game of Thrones podcast because I could talk about that for about an hour, man. That was. I was uh, so excited this week for Game of Thrones. Dude, I've oh never seen one episode of that show. Same never here. What? Both of you? I, oh, I've seen like a couple episodes, but I didn't nope. continue. Never you know what one. though? You know what though? That's good for you guys because after the season's over, it's not over for you guys. You guys can watch the whole series. I don't know, dude. I don't know if I'll ever get into it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's I would, re- I, I would recommend it. I would recommend it. <laughs> Everyone recommends it, dude. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, <tangent. laughs> um, so yeah, so we just see the. I, I see the Vegas Golden Knights winning this series still, like. I was a little concerned the first game. They looked pretty out of order, but uh, Flurry looks like he's back to his old self. The somewhat. Knights look like yeah. they're, um, yeah, somewhat. Firing on all like cylinders. They're... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, their offense looks pretty unreal right now. The Sharks so did tweet. We... Hold on, the Sharks did tweet. If we had to watch an overhyped medieval theme show, we'd much rather it be Game of Thrones, to be honest. <laughs> so. Ooh, okay, well, let's, ha- let's head over to the Calgary Avs series where yes, you guys... Yes, I love this series. Yes, McKinnon. I have sat down and cheered for the Avs for, like, a few like, talk about the? Man. Can I talk about the uh, refing in this series, too? Yeah, go ahead. And how brutally terrible it's been as well. Yeah, and how Game 3, the first period, was just awful. Yeah, it's like, been pretty the bad. First, the first two penalties that, like, gave McKinnon those two uh, power play goals were terrible. And I thought it just... it took the flames out of whack and made them play on the on their back foot and uh, are, are, sorry are you, you saying that are you saying the flames don't play with the lead 
<laughs> oh my lord okay. is that what you're saying grayson no hold on you didn't let me finish my statement i said i was gonna say credit to the colorado avalanche for taking advantage of those penalties and then just not taking their foot off the gas because they played really well and kill mccarr looked real dude, good oh, mccarr yeah he but is he is good he's the real dude. mike smith is who we thought he was after he he hit himself for one game and he's back, <laughs> he is back, baby. He's back, baby. Ninety-eight save percentage is back, <laughs> which is what I predicted. So let's yeah. pray to God that they go to Riddick next game. Why would they not go to Riddick in the third period? Smith had already let in five goals. At least give the, the give the guy a chance to you know settle in if they're going to start uh, after next game, game after game one. No, you let him let just him let Smith have it. Try and rebound. Yeah. I don't think I a guess. lot of those goals were his fault. Yeah, no, they were. They Actually, weren't. I'm not but sure. Anytime a guy lets in six, like. That's just a lot. That's a lot of goals. Well, you d- you, okay, hold on. You don't want to put in Riddick there because, and I think this might be a sign that they're going to play Riddick, is because you don't want to put in a goalie that maybe you have, you don't want to just ruin his confidence, right? I guess, yeah. Like if yeah, you throw Riddick in, in the third period, the game's over, your team's not really playing anymore. Like, why would you throw a cold guy in there like that, right? Yeah, fair enough. They have 50, they have said 56 shots. So that's another yeah. game three home ice shelling that one team had. Carolina on, on one end I, and Colorado on the I, other. I remember when I was playing Major AAA, uh, I was actually playing as Braden Point, uh, and he was playing on the Calgary Buffs. Uh, we were getting shelled, I think, like, I think it was, like, 6 nothing, and we had, like, half our team out with injuries, and uh, the coach, you know, kind of calls me over to the bench after the 6-1 and says, hey, like, you're playing great, don't worry, but, you know, if you want to come out of this game, I totally understand, because, you know, it's, it's you, you've had a rough one or whatever, right? And I was the backup that year as a younger kid, so I looked over at my starter, and I was like, I look him at the bunch, and he gives me the death eye. Like, there is no fucking way I'm going into this game, right? <laughs> <laughs> I look over back to the coach, and I went, no, I'm good, man. I'm good. And we ended up losing that game like 10-1. Braden Point had like five goals on me. And I was just like, Braden Point. <laughs> yeah, he lit me up. He actually had he had three penalty shots on me, and he didn't go down one, and I stopped two, but... Uh, your your yeah. team gave up three penalty shots. What the hell are they doing? Oh, dude, it was our, our, we had man. like we had like the the double A team playing that day. Like we had suspensions. Oh, no. We had a line brawl with Red Deer uh, the game before, and we lost like half our team. Everyone like, suspended. I think like Connor Bleakley, who was the first round pick for the Avs, was out that game. Tyler Wong, who's playing in the AHL, was out that game. Our captain was out that game. Like we're missing like half our team. <laughs> so. Um, like let's be clear, our team was pretty good that year. We went to the Max Finals. In, yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, that was a shelling. I, I had never experienced that either before. I'd never been lit up like that. And I I'll just never forget the stare that, that my goalie my my partner gave me. He just went, not. Like he was sitting there like with a towel over his head and he was just like, I'm not fucking going on this game, man. Like there's no way. So Do you guys um, think there's any chance? Well, I mean there's obviously a chance, but what's the likelihood of Calgary coming back in the series and winning? Do you guys think? I still think I I think I still think they win. Really? I dude, yep. I'm yeah, I'm no, I have fully no... on board with abs and I'm calling it in six now. I said seven last week. I'm, I'm saying it's in six. Uh, I still think I Cavs know. in seven. I think the Flames did a good regular season. You can't count them out yet, but I still have the Avs winning. The only concern I have is Goudreau. He's looked terrible. Dude, so. he's done nothing. Does he have a point? Oh, he's, he's got about six assists for the Avalanche, let me tell you that. <laughs> I know his turnovers are unreal. God. Anyways, okay, yeah. No, I still have the Flames coming back. I think they're going to figure it out. Um, so, Like we said, they play from behind, right? So uh, They have them right where they want them. Before we get to the other two West series, the sweep is complete. The Columbus Blue Jackets have put up seven goals. Seven? What? Yeah, 7-3 final in game seven, four. 7-3 with nine seconds to go. The Lightning have been swept. <laughs> That's unreal. Oh, my God. They're out. Are it's they, over. So, okay, so are they going to the final? Do, are we picking them to go all the way now? I am. Uh... I'll say it right now. I'm watching them. I think they're going. Yeah, I guess. Like, who who out there on the East is going to beat them? Boston, Toronto are killing themselves. I mean, Washington... I have I have Carolina beating Washington. Like, so now I have Carolina, New York, as the and then the winner of that plays. I guess <laughs> Carolina and New York is a joke of a series. I don't even want to watch that. <laughs> you're, you're so salty. But anyways, uh, I guess I think Washington's really the only team that could beat them. Yeah, I think Washington as well is the only team that could beat them. Unless the Penguins storm back, but you know, yeah, I think I think they lost, didn't they? No, no, it's still going on. There's still hope. Oh, okay. Okay, well, let's jump into the Nashville Dallas series. I'm gonna gonna be honest with you guys. I haven't watched much of this series. It's boring. Uh, I, it I tried is. watching the 
It's boring. Well, I tried watching the first game in Nashville, and the fans all had these little red um, lights? glow sticks. Little that, glowy like, lights, yeah. <laughs> and my, my concussion brain eyes were just like, nope. And I switched the channel, and I went to the Vegas series. And well, I was you like, haven't I missed anything, that. man. It's been yeah. boring. It's been... Like it's been how we thought it was going to be defensive, whatever. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. pace. I want the pace of this series hasn't been up to par with the other no. series. Whoever no. they play out of Winnipeg and St. Louis in round two, that's a free pass in my in my opinion. You know, yeah. the, the pace is just not there for those teams, and to elevate it to the next level when the other two teams are already there, it's going to be tough. All right. Well, let's. I, I mean, I still have Nashville winning. Do you guys have Nashville winning? Yep. yep. All right, cool. Sorry, sorry to you guys, uh, the Nashville and Dallas fans, but uh, it's been too boring to talk about. It's been, it's been too boring. Sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. Most Let's go over this. This has been my favorite series so far, the Winnipeg St. Louis series. I've watched every second of this series, and um, yeah, Jordan Bennington really fun. Yeah, he cracked for one he game did crack. though. He did crack, but I'm ah, not. I'm not. It's super okay. About it's it. okay. It's, it's the Jets. Yeah. They got a oh, lot of good fine. snipers. Like he'll he'll be just fine. Yeah, like they're they're gonna score some goals one game, right? And yeah. if he if he doesn't have the chops to bounce back from that, then uh, I think he does, dude. He he seems like the most oh, confident sure. dude ever. Like oh, it's yeah. impressive. Now this does takes... he look like he's nervous? <laughs> this actually takes me back to a series back in 2013, and it was the finals, the Bruins and the Hawks, and a young Tuka Rask was in net for the Bruins, and he looked unstoppable. But the Bruins or the the Hawks finally were able to break him. I see that being the case with Jordan Bennington. He's young. He's good. He's gonna have chances in the future. But just this year, this year, uh, Winnipeg's gonna get to them. There's so much firepower, especially with Line A going. I think Winnipeg's gonna come back and win this series. I don't see it. I don't. I don't. I, I don't agree. I'm keeping my. I'm keeping my Blues in seven. I'm with you. I was with Maybe you. Maybe even six. Wow. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. I. I they mean, look good. They I, have looked really good. I think they. I think they win the next game, and I think they. Uh, or they go up three one, and then from there, yeah, I think they win the series. All right, that's that's the playoff series. If those are that's yeah, there we go. So let's talk about something kind of exciting. We're doing a giveaway this week. Oh yeah, uh, I'm giving away a or we're giving away an iTunes App Store gift card. So yeah, if you want one of those, all you have to do is retweet uh, the this tweet from the Hockey Heaven podcast. Um, so not the I know Hockey Gods has been you know tweeting us out. Uh, so not that one, but the actual our actual Twitter account, Hockey Heaven Pod. Uh, retweet that tweet and also follow Hockey Heaven Pod on Twitter. And if you do both those things, you'll be entered into the giveaway. So the tweet that contains the episode link. I just want to clarify that. Yes, yes. Episode That's three. That's the one you want to retweet. Episode three. So yeah, retweet, follow. You have a chance to win an iTunes gift card. Are we gonna yep. disclose how much the gift card is? Or are we keeping that a secret? Uh, I think it's twenty five bucks. Sweet. All right. That's nice. a lot so, of good stuff. Uh, if you want, if you want a free twenty five bucks, uh, yeah, just do that. Easy money. Seriously. All right. Well, then let's let's jump into uh, the lottery because that just happened too pretty quick. Uh, yeah, just that was actually some craziness. I don't, don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think you would want to. <laughs> I don't ever want to talk about the lottery. I want to change I don't it think all. The, I don't think the Avalanche want to talk about it either. Well, the Avalanche. I don't think they care. No, I don't they think the don't. Avalanche care. I'll happily They're trade. Care my, I'll happily trade my pick with them. I think the Avalanche would trade a series win over the Calgary Flames for that, you know, that number one pick. They're the wild card two spot if they win this series. Like it doesn't matter. They're getting number four pick for basically for well not for free, but you know out of this out of this deal that's that was made two years ago and they made fought their way back to the playoffs. This pick is a cherry on top, and it's the number four pick. That's going to be a goddamn good player in this. But you still, draft. you're still kind of disappointed when you drop from the first overall pick. Of course, to of course. Forward, but they're right? still going to get. They're probably going to draft uh, Bouchard, Cousins, or, uh, Byram or, no, or Byram or whoever. Yeah, it's Byram. it's Cousins, uh, probably Cousins, Doc, Podkolzin, or Byram. Oh, uh, dude, guys. what about? But what if you have Maybe Makar Turcotte? and Byram? What a nasty and and Barry. I know, like the uh, NA Central scouting just got released for like top players, and Byram's ranked. Uh, I think he's ranked second. I actually think the Hawks have him America. at three, just because they they'll need a defenseman uh, yeah. to take the Do mantle they, of Duncan I was I, well, no, I was thinking about this. They got Boquist, they got Nicholas Boudin. They dropped in the first round last year, and they got uh, I always mix up uh, Valimaki and uh, Yoki. Is it Yoki Paka or whatever his name is? 
Which uh, one was yeah, the, Yuki, the Blackhawks guy? Paka. Yoki Paka? Uh, Yo- or Yoki, Yoki Haru Yo- or something? Yeah, Yoko Harju, and then they also have... Uh, they just got Slater Cuckoo from Tampa. Yes. So, I mean, do they really need to draft a... Yeah, because you know why? Bowen Byram's NHL comparable is Duncan Keith. And who better than to teach <laughs> yeah, Bowen Byram enough. how to play that's than true. Duncan Keith? Then, that's true. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I just feel like they already kind of have that offensive guy in Boquist, so like... Their forwards are set. Taves, Kane, uh, Strom, Debrinkat. Now all you need is to just solidify your defense. With... Oh, they have Strom. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, yeah they don't need yeah, another no, I'm with forward. You. I'm with you. Player. No, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Um, so, and yeah, so... In the one the hole? Big, the one hole, Taylor Hall, lottery winner. The lottery <laughs> Good magician. Luck, sir. Yeah, craziness. So if I'm you're, so annoyed by that. You're taking Jack Hughes, right? That You need, you need a one-two punch at center? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know about that. You got to come on. You got you to take first... Jack Hughes. You got to trade down. You have. Well, to no, Jack they could Hughes. take they, they could take Kako. Uh, so here's yeah, what like, you do. I like him. I think he finishes. Level, he man. finishes off that top line of Hall. It would be Hall, Heischer, Kako. Let me just do a Jack quick Howard. NHL 19 franchise mode armchair GM here for the New Jersey Devils. You draft Jack Hughes, and then you sign one and only Jordan Everly in the offseason, and you become the anti-Edmonton Oilers. You have Hisher who acts as Nugent Hopkins. You have Hall, Hisher, and Jordan Everly on one line. Jack Hughes to play with Palmieri and, you know, whoever you want to throw, Quenville, Jesper Bratt, uh, Miles Wood. They, they have a whole bunch of guys that can fill in the top six there. That's Literally, a great top six from the New Jersey they're gonna, Devils. They're going to they're gonna sign Cam Talbot? Sign Cam Talbot, yeah, to, to back up Corey Schneider. There you go. You're well, the anti-Edmonton Oilers right there. Who else can they sign here, dude? Like, <laughs> and you know what? Crazy. It actually sucks for Oilers fans that the Devils did win because uh, some of the Oilers media has been hyping Taylor Hall coming back in free agency, and I, I just don't see that happening anymore. He'll probably no. You guys can't Jersey. afford him, though. Oh, we'll shed Lucic. We'll, Sakara's contract will be up. We'll, we'll have money in, in two years. Uh, we'll be able to afford you know something like that we'd be able to make it happen pretty much if we wanted to but it doesn't look like it'd be the case yeah i'm just kind of annoyed that uh the rangers got a second pick because uh, oh they're gonna be so good kako and kokaniemi are like best friends and i was really hoping that we would sneak into that two spot so that i could see that the finish the fin's fin you know what i mean no, all you guys have had like one bad year. The Canucks have been at the bottom. The points wise, they're the <laughs> worst true. team that's over the true. last four years, and we haven't picked higher than five. You're gonna get a good player though. You have Elias Pettersson. Calm down. We haven't picked higher than five though. We've been the worst points team over the last. You're, four you know years. what? You're lucky though. Okay, if if you picked higher than five, would you have actually picked Elias Pettersson? In that draft, no. The only other guy that was above him was Makar. Uh, yeah, so you so you and he was gone at two. What was he? Two or no? He was four. four. He was four. Yeah, so you guys uh, would have the car instead of yeah. Him. I don't know. I, that would have been tough because and, and then he probably guy. wouldn't draft Quinn Hughes. So like, I actually uh, saw a stat over the last four drafts, so 2016 through 2019, the draft lotteries. The Canucks have had chances to move up, but they've moved down in each one. They've yeah. had a combined total of a 72.5 percent chance to get at least one top three pick. That's not just adding percentages. That's actually doing the math and seeing how much, how much of a chance they have to move up in at least one of those drafts. You want to know what the biggest seventy-two point five percent and thirty-one percent chance to get a number one pick, and they move down in each of the drafts. And and guess what? All four years we have been one number off of winning the lottery <laughs> every year, every single year. It's they release like what the numbers were and all that, and we are one number off every single year. Yeah, one combination number off, right? Yep. Yep. So that's just yeah, it's just awful. I don't I don't I, I want to scrap it. <laughs> the chance of you guys falling back each of the four drafts is three point four percent. You hit a three point four percent chance of dropping back each year, and and oh, that's rough. Okay, well let's quickly talk about um, maybe let's let's give three players that maybe you see your guys your team drafting. Um, do, do you think you guys could do that real quick? Uh, have you guys looked at the draft tool? Yeah, I think so. Okay, why don't, why don't you start off then, Zane? Where are you guys picking eight? We are picking at number eight, and uh, player number one, I think Kirby Dak, big center, uh, and you know you can transfer a guy like that to the wing for sure. The Oilers are in desperate need of some scoring wingers, and uh, he's someone you know, big size, big stature. The Oilers management loves that kind of you know player. Uh, they took Dry Settle one year because of that. 
same reason and it's worked out for them they'll do it again if uh, Kirby Dak's available if not they can go with uh, Alex Turcott you know big or not big but a skilled American player he's been hurt most of the year which hurts his numbers and may drop him back he's one of the most skilled players in the draft draft behind Jack Hughes and third I Last but not least, Peyton Krebs. He's also he's Krebs. yeah he's like getting Krebs, hurt yeah. behind a a bad bad junior team, and that's hurt his numbers. Could drop him down the draft and right to the orders. Those are my three. Those are solid. I like those. What about you, Ben? Uh, I like Matthew Boldy at ten. Uh, you know he had uh, forty three points in twenty eight games this year. He's uh, looks like a good scorer. Uh, as well as a good playmaker, uh, he's a he's left, pretty good at left everything. That's in, the, yeah. that's in the USHL, right? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. USHL. Um, so yeah, you know, I think I think he's a good player that would really help our team scoring wise, and uh, plays on the left wing, which we don't have a ton of depth on our wings. So um, I think he actually can play both wings too. So I think Matthew Boldy's a great choice at number ten. And you know, even though I'm bummed to be back there, I think there's a lot of depth, thankfully, in this draft. So I'd be happy getting him. All right, Boldy, do you have any any other guys if you don't get him? Uh, I like Krebs, too. Um, yeah, Krebs is a good player. He's gonna... I don't know. If, will he be there at 10? I really don't know, though. He uh, might. He's fallen in the, the draft rankings. I also uh, like Zgras, uh, although we don't need another center. I do like him as a player, though. I think he's looked really he good. He can play wing. Zgras can play wing. Oh, can he? Okay, so I do yeah. like him. Um, so I, I think it would go Boldy, and then I think tied for number two between those two because uh, I like them both. I like Krebs and Zgrass, so I'd take you. All right. All, right. all right, all right. Well, for me, I got Cole Caulfield at 15 for the Habs, a little small 5'7 right winger, goal scorer. Actually broke the USHL or USHL or U, the US Development Program's uh, goal scoring record this year. I think he has like 70 plus goals. So, uh, and he's, he, he might get taken a little higher. I'm not sure, but the Habs need some goal scoring and some skill, and I think he could fit really well with the Habs, uh, especially our right-wingers are looking kind of ugh, so. Uh, other than that, I really like Cameron York. He's a left-winger, or left defenseman on the U.S. development program as well. Good skater, good offensive guy, he can move the puck up the ice. We're looking a little uh, shorthanded on the left side, so I think he could really help. And then the other guy is Thomas Harley from the Mississauga Steelheads, and he's kind of an offensive defenseman, bigger guy, good skater, um, put up 60 plus points on the uh in the ohl this year so um i think he could be a good player there at 15 uh yeah so it's those are my so picks. hard to tell with the, the 15 like you have no idea who's gonna drop back like yeah. that. yeah like i i would really like um if if i'm being really kind of aggressive like um or if i'm kind of taking a chance i think alex newhook could be a really good player as well uh, and he's kind of, oh, I've yeah, seen him as true. high as like eight, and I've also seen him as low as like 25. So, <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, he's kind of, but I've watched him play. He actually was at the, uh, um, like he plays in the BCHL for the, uh, I think it's the Victoria Grizzlies. So, and he's a really speedy set, uh, center, like great wheels, great puck handles. Has there been a player um, that's coming on the BCHL like that in the first round? Out of the BCHL? Yeah. Um, the first round, I think there is. I just can't think of him. Like Kale McCarr last year or the other year was out of the AJHL, which is the Albertan, and he went fourth overall. So, yeah, fair um, enough. But, but in the BCHL, though, I, I'm not sure if I can think of a guy. That's a pretty similar league. Like I know J- Jamie Ben got drafted off the off the Victoria Grizzlies, but he got drafted <laughs> like the fifth round. Yeah, well, he, he went pretty from. he went pretty uh, far back. But we all know how he turned out. So yeah, that's um, true. Yeah, those are my picks. So. That's kind of the lottery. I also kind of wanted to touch on uh, Brian Burke's comments he made on Twitter. There's a little video going around of him talking about maybe some of the changes he would make to um, the draft and how it works, the lottery. So he basically said that instead of having 15 teams, he would take it and only do a lottery with the bottom five teams. And then uh, the win- whoever wins the lottery and gets the first overall pick can't get the first overall pick for the next three years. And if you draft in the top three, two years in a row, you can't be in the top three, I believe, for the next three years as well. I'm so glad he does not run the league. I am I, so I, fully on board with what he said. No, I agree. <laughs> I think I think what he said is dead on. And I, I agree. It, yeah, no, I, 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 the only one that I'm kind of questioning is the top three picks. Um, 
tiers in a row. I don't know about that one, but the, the lottery rules. Uh, sorry to cut you off. The terrible. lottery rules have changed because of the Edmonton Oilers, you know, winning a few draft lotteries in a row. The to change them again is just gonna probably end up making it worse. But uh, I okay. think it's as worse as it gets right now. It's it's yeah, pretty it's brutal. really bad. It's bad. You have a higher percentage chance of dropping out of the uh, like if you play second last, you have a higher percentage chance of dropping three spots than you do actually picking it second. Yeah. So I don't think you should be able terrible. to drop three spots. I think that you know each team should be able to move up as far as possible, but you shouldn't be able to drop more than one spot. You basically have you know one team that can move up through, and everyone else moves back one. So you just have the lottery for the first spot then? Yeah, pretty much. It's just it's just one lottery ball well, for the first spot? It, there's different ways that you could do it. So say you're the number five, he moves up past four, he drops up to four, but then the three could move also up to one. So it, it changes the order a bit. So you want to do like a lottery for like each each position? Each position, yep. And then the th- and three teams. The, the I don't know if I like that. I think I I think they should just I think they should go to the like the bottom five teams to a lottery and I I, I agree perfectly with what um, Brian Burke said where the if you uh, you can't pick a first like back to back years or whatever yeah I'm with Berkey but what if you're the Ottawa Senators what do you mean the Senators what if you're just straight garbage your team is straight garbage and you need help because you have a bad owner or you have a, like unsuspecting circumstances but the, okay but don't the turn away the lottery your first but pick. the current the current lottery isn't helping a team like that anyways, so who cares? Oh, I, sh- I don't agree that they should have changed the lottery in the first place, but... How many years have they changed the lottery? Has a team that's finished last actually picked first? Just the Matthews draft, I think. Just Toronto, right? Yeah, so, just Toronto. I, I don't agree no that they should have changed it. I don't agree that they should change. They should have changed it in the first place, but... I One of the Dolan. Dolan draft, right? Dolan too. And Dolan. Yeah, 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 fair enough. Didn't know. I thought Arizona finished last, or did Buffalo? No, Buffalo did. Okay, all right. And then yeah, Buffalo did, and then Montreal jumped up to three, and Carolina jumped up to two. And then uh, Ottawa went down to four, and then Arizona went down to yeah. five. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I, I would I would love to hear some of our viewers' opinions on that too, because I think that this yeah. this needs this needs to get talked about. Uh, this along with the playoff format, which I also kind of want to touch on, because uh, there's been a lot of ideas circulating around that too. Like, do you guys like the playoff format as is? You no. think we should change to one through eight? Go back to the old way. I don't know. Like, obviously, you can't do the the three division winners as uh, as one, two, three. But maybe the top two division winners can get one and two. But then after that, you know, the top eight teams need to get in, and that right now, you know, you see Montreal not. Well, I, I don't know what happened this year. Was it Montreal didn't make it over? A different well, Montreal team? Montreal wouldn't have made the playoffs. Wouldn't have made it anyways. Anyways, yeah. Well, fair enough. But just the the matchups, the way the matchups have been. Uh, with, I like it. You like it? I like it. Yeah, I, I, I am going to disagree with you guys here. I actually like the playoff format, how it is. Um, I think that it actually makes the first round worth watching. You get these upsets like Tampa Bay versus Columbus, which I think is awesome. You know, people are complaining about Boston-Toronto. Uh, but, like, who doesn't want to watch Boston-Toronto duke it out, like, a couple years in a row, right? Like, let's add to that rivalry. And and fair fair enough. Like, you're going to have to beat the good teams anyway to, to win a yeah. cup. So, exactly. I, I don't I don't hate it. Uh, I just think it could be it could be one. I, I don't mind a what, one through. What eight. I think they should do is I think they should reseed after the first after the first round. Oh wow! And then and then do like one place four, two place three. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like kind of. Okay, I could see that. Yeah. Like after the first, like they don't make it two sides. Yeah. No, I they want to keep yeah. those. The reason is that it's theirs for they those rivalries. Keep the rivalries. Yeah. Yeah, but which I don't mind. I, but I think like because there's a problem right now where the second round is a little lackluster. So I think if they reseeded it, maybe it would be a little bit better. But because because sometimes you get like one versus two and then three versus four, right? Right. So yeah, um, I, I don't I, mind I don't see it. It when you have Boston Toronto, it makes it makes those you know a third round matchup between Boston Toronto much more meaningful, or even a second round because both those teams you know did well in the regular season. They they beat their first round opponents. Now the second round, you know, just adds more intensity to it. A second round series between Carolina and the Islanders? Are you kidding me? 
That's not a rivalry. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe, maybe I just like watching Toronto lose in the first round. Can you blame me for that? <laughs> no, can't blame me for that at all. On, I what mean, about, everyone's okay. on board for that. What about this crazy idea that's been thrown out here, where you do one, one through eight, and then the team that picks first picks who they play against? No, I don't mind that. No, I don't like that. I don't like. <laughs> I don't. I, I I hate that too. I I absolutely hate that. I, that's so. That's too much control. That, well, it also just, it's going to be, like, slaughters, right? Like, teams are going to pick what, who they match up well against. Well, and also, the other team's going to be pissed off that they got chosen. They're going to they're exactly. go their heads, too. Exactly. That <laughs> makes it more entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I, you I, picked us? No, All right, we're going to we're gonna beat you. <laughs> I, I think the, um, the, like, the show, if they did, like, a show where they did, like, you know, who's picking, who's playing who, and then they did, like, the little... You know, like the like the the boxer stand where they like they go up like the UFC thing where the weigh in where they go and do the fighter pose for each other like you know like bring it on, be kind of cool, but uh, I think it's I think it's a little too uh, like game show ish for me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. fair enough. So so you think it should go one to eight, both of you guys? Yeah, the two division leaders at one and two, and then the rest, you know as they are and and one plays eight two plays seven three plays six four plays five what it about one broken. what what about one through 16 no uh, no you gotta, no, you gotta no, keep like the, the time zones the time zones need to you know stay yeah. somewhat no, together that, that's way too much travel yeah agreed okay well you know i think they're fine right now i would just fix a second round and do uh do like a reseed that's that's my only complaint um other than that guys let's talk about let's maybe let's just wrap it up here with um the coaches hirings there's been some good ones uh let's there's three of them really we can talk about tom mcclellan with la uh elaine Vigneault with uh flyers and then let's joel quenville with the with, with the cats yeah let's start with the best one john quenville what a grab john- John Quenville? Yeah, or Joel, sorry. Joel, there, <laughs> you, go. there you go. Quenville to the, to the Panthers. What a grab for them. Like, he's going to whip that team into shape. And it's a great Are they move. a playoff team? Are they a playoff team? Oh, team? I think so. Yeah, I, think I think he'll so get too. the best out of that top I six, especially no if they grab a Panarin. Yeah. They grab no, a Panarin. They grab a... No, no, no. Canucks. <laughs> I don't wow. think they need Panarin. They need Bobrovsky. That's what they need. Right? They need I, Lou's got a little gas left. No? He's, he's, a backup. he's a backup. He's, he's done. He's done. I think he's, uh, he's retiring. Yeah, no, you know no, what? No, they no. need a Bobrovsky more than they need. He's been hurt so much this year, man. I yeah, think fair guys, if he retires, have you guys seen like the cap hit on the Canucks that happens? Really <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, I hope he waits. I hope he waits till it's eight million dollars, and then you guys can't oh. sign Pedersen or Besser or someone because of it. It's it's the same thing with Weber and the pan or the Preds. Yeah, that's right. If Weber retires, the Preds get screwed over. And oh, uh, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Oh, jeez. So, and Weber's is like till he's forty three. So, <laughs> and that one's the Flyers' fault. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Well, speaking of the Flyers, they they picked up a new coach as well, Alain Mignot. I don't know how I feel about this one. Why? I see so many Flyers fans that are pissed off, and I don't. Understand yeah, same why. here. I don't understand why either. I think it's a great hire. He's a great. I think he's coach. a heck. I think he's a heck of a coach. Like I, I don't understand. He's he's so, succeeded okay. in every place he's been. I, I just don't know if he. He's the guy that does like the Flyers brand of hockey, right? Well, Maybe, has the Flyers brand of hockey worked it's not work. lately? Yeah, it's not working. No, but I mean, like that's why the the fans could be upset, right? Is like, is Vigneault... Well, oh, and you sound like Bob Nicholson, the Oilers, right now. Oh, this guy doesn't fit the Oilers <laughs> management culture. I no, I hold on. I'm not saying that I'm I'm siding with the Flyers. I'm just saying I can understand why they might be upset. Like that's that's the only reason I can see because, uh, he's a good coach. Yeah, but with this team, does he fit this team? Like, can he can he make this team play his 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 way? Is what I'm trying to say. I think a good coach can do that. He's a good coach. He'll be able to get those guys in shape and because and get them the playing. reason I say this is because Montgomery, the coach for the Stars, had a great quote in an interview a week ago where he said, "You know, the first half of the year, he was really trying to make the Stars play his system, and he realized it wasn't working." And he like did a self evaluation and was like, you know what? I need to coach towards how I want my team to how my team is built, which Smart. is you know like yeah, fair enough. We're not going to outscore a team, so let's play defensive. So that's what he did, right? So yeah. maybe Elaine Mignot is able to do that with the Flyers. Well, do you think the Flyers? Do you think the Flyers are built to run and gun, or do you think the Flyers are built to play some defense and? They're 
that that is a very young defensive core, and I think they're only getting better and young better. Young goalie too. Young yeah, goalie too. Young right? goalie. We'll see how much he he rides. Um, like he had a good tandem in Vancouver when he was there. Uh, yeah. Let's see how much he rides Carter Hart. Is Hart gonna go play in the World Cup or in the World Championship? I don't see why not. I think I bet he will. Have they released any of the lineups? I know that nah. uh, the kind of the Americans they've been releasing some of the players that are going for the Americans. I haven't seen any of the Canadians. I haven't stuff, seen a though. whole lot of the Canadians. They have like they've released. They all just always talk about who's interested or whatever. I haven't seen like an actual. Yeah, yeah. Also, Islanders are up three one with twenty eight seconds left. Uh, oh no! Another sweep. Bye bye Penguins. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Gotta love the playoffs. My bracket is so screwed. <laughs> yeah, that one hurts my bracket a little bit. You know, it really pisses me off, and it's like the one year, the one year, Grayson, that you don't pick Columbus, man, and they... Uh, the one year, none, no one picks Columbus. I, I was on their bandwagon the last two years. I thought they were a good team, and this year it's like, you know what? <clears throat> I'm, I'm done. I'm done. No one picks Columbus. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's one man who, in the whole entire world that did it, and he's on this damn podcast with us. <laughs> It was. It wasn't a man. It was a god. Oh, that's, that's right. There it is. I should. I should have believed in it. Um, I will point out real quickly though that uh, you guys, some whoever's saying that Vasilevsky should have won the Vesna, look what happens when his team doesn't play very well in front of him. Hey, Vesna's for the for the regular season. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I mean, this is why I don't think you should give the Vesna to the goalie that has the I most know, wins yeah. or the, to the best team. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's all I'm saying. So. Well, you can't count the playoffs in in. You can't factor the playoffs in. He had a great regular season. Did he? Or did Tampa have a good regular season? All of the above. I <laughs> okay. agreed. Okay. Okay. And let's the finish last up coach, with Tom McClellan. Yeah, let's finish up with Tom McClellan. What do you guys think about there that? There was actually some some drama that went into it. He was getting suited by two different teams, the Sabers and the LA Kings, and I yeah. I think that McClellan, you know, I don't. I don't know if the Sabres backed out or if it was his decision to go to LA, but I think it was the right move because, you know, I think the, the Sabres backed out. I, I think it was a good call on their part because the Sabres are are kind of young with Jack Eichel there and Tom McClellan. I think he's more of a veteran coach. You know, you look what he did with the Evan Oilers. You look what he did with Team North America. That team should have probably won that tournament with how much skill they had. And yeah, and Tom McClellan, yeah. you go into a veteran team in LA. I think he'll excel there. Over over a young team like the Sabres. I agree. See, it's funny you say that the Sabres are young because the LA Kings could look young real quick. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. this. I don't like this hiring at all. I don't, I've don't. i never liked Tom McClellan as well, a coach. I think he's terrible. Um, I think he's extremely overrated. And I think that team's going to look really a lot different in about two years. So, if this is the guy that uh rob blake wants to put his faith in to like because usually gms only get about two two coach hires right yeah. one or two yeah mm-hmm. they're lucky mm-hmm. and i think he's through his first one right yeah. that was the first one that he hired uh, uh i don't think you can count willie desjardins as a hire but <laughs> if well, you no, if he... you have willie desjardins as your coach at all you who, should be was fired it was it sutter who started the year <laughs> who started the year there I can't remember. Um, no, Sutter was gone a couple years. He has yeah, had, he's so, hired one more, and I, I'm totally yeah. blanking on who it was. I think he was a new guy. I think they I think did a have coach. a new guy as well. Uh, let's see here. They had John Stevens. John Stevens, okay. So he hires yeah. John Stevens, fires him like a year in, and now this is like this is the guy, right, for Rob Blake that's going to help like the team that he's – He's going to help his team get to the playoffs. Hold on, let, yeah. let's, let's talk about Willie Desjardins and him making Ilya Kovalchuk try to play defense. 35-year-old perennial goal scorer. And, the only thing uh, to say about Willie is that shots. he's a horrible coach. He has no idea what he's doing. Yeah. That guy should yeah, never coach in the NHL again. I think I think Ben just every, it up. Every team he's coached, whether it be the Canucks or the Olympic team or the Kings, have just been brutal. So I think his coaching time is done, and whoever hires him is you know, not paying attention to what's what he's done with teams. He hasn't done anything positive. Yeah, I agree. I think if you want that roster to, to win next year, I think Tom McClellan's your best bet. If they're wanting to win next year, yeah, I agree. Okay. Mm-hmm. I agree if they're gonna win next year, but like that team's not winning anything next year. I don't care who your coach is. Well like, you're not gonna have Willie, Ilya Kolchuk blocking shots. He's gonna score thirty goals. If he stays. No, he's too old. So this he's got two more years on the contract. New, this, yeah. this team's gonna have a new goalie in two or three years, I believe. 
They're going to have some young defensemen coming up and Kale Clegg. Um, they're going to have some young forwards coming up with Rasmus Kupari. If Gabe Velarde can actually get healthy, um, he, he'll be in there. Whoever they pick. Uh, it's not like the Vets will be gone, year. though. No, I know, but they're they're slowly going to start fading out, and you're going to have these young guys left, right? And we've seen, like, is Tom McQuillan going to give these young guys the opportunity no, to succeed? No, definitely not. Definitely not. No. That's no. see, So that's what and I'm that's getting a problem. at is this yeah, team fair. is realistically not going to win next year. So why not give, like next, like, next year the goal should not be to win. Next year the goal should be, let's give some of these young kids an opportunity to succeed. And I don't see Tom McClellan doing that. I agree. And I'm I think that's where their mindset's different. And they want to win next year. And uh... I'll tell you right now, it never works. <laughs> well, hit me up on Twitter, LA Kings, if you want. Uh, I can run the, the club for you. And we'll, <laughs> run the we'll club. the ship. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, uh, new president of the Los Angeles freaking Kings. Grayson <laughs> <laughs> Sharp. And, yeah, oh, oh and also part-time NHL referee. Don't forget. Oh yeah, that's yeah, true, yeah no, hit me up, yeah. hit me up, uh, NHL. Uh, you know, uh, I can do it all. Uh, if you need a tendy, uh, just wait for my brain to heal a little bit, and uh, we'll be good. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, uh, that's my that's my thoughts on it. I I just don't think that Taz is got to give him any opportunity, and um, that's a fair. I think they, they should have gone with a younger coach. A, I think they should have gone with a younger, more offensive-minded coach with, like, like maybe from the OHL or dub, like, a Dale Hunter or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. Some some sort of... Yeah. I don't, e- like, I don't even think Rob Blake lasts another two years anyways, so I don't I don't think it means much. That's, that's true, actually, yeah. Maybe, maybe the Hunters would be a good, a good way for the LA to transition if they brought in... Um, I think it's Mark and Dale, right? One could be the yeah. GM and one could be the coach. Yeah, that's true. Set and up, there could be... A hunter reign in the uh, in the Kings. Yeah, for world. sure. I could see it. The Oilers wouldn't mind Hunter either. <laughs> Hopefully, Gillis. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, let's actually end the episode here in a moment of silence. Uh, I want to take a moment of silence for everyone's playoff brackets. The sweep of the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Pittsburgh Penguins have destroyed probably most people's brackets. And uh, better luck next year, guys. Yeah, hey, seriously. R.I.P. Hey, the the, the Kings are soon to knock out the Cavs. Mark my words. No, it's gonna no, happen. no, 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 no. It's going to happen. Uh, the Avs are knocking out the Flames. That's what I'm banking on. But if that happens and the Avs beat the Flames, like, they, it's going to be upset city in, in yeah. NHL. And it's, and it's all possible, too. Like, that's the thing. It's not like these the games aren't close and stuff. It's all Meanwhile, it's all Gary Bettman's possible. jerking it to parody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, all right, guys. <laughs> Well, thanks for watching episode three. Uh, I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Again, hit us up or hit up our Twitter. Give us a follow. Give us a retweet. To have a chance to win that. Yeah, win yourself gift some, card. some stuff. Yeah, some free some free cash is always great. Um, and uh, we'll look forward to you know having you guys listen to us next week. I guess yep. so. At Hockey Heaven Pod. Yep. Thanks, guys. Thank you. <laughs>